Hey. Hey. Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. So, hello. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host. Quizans. And we are so glad that you are here with us. We are just your northern girls trying to live our best life in Toronto. We are here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out through things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. So Quay, what is up? You know what? The introduction always trips me up. Well, it's like, oh, <laughs> you want to hear Quay out? <laughs> me and Quay, and I'm like... You want you want to hear me out, Grace? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, every like the past three times I've been like, oh, like do I jump in? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it's kind of cool to like mention how, like both Quay and I are doing this remotely. Is that how to say it? Like how you could say it? Remotely or like separately? But the main separately. thing is, we're not together in the same room. I know. So hopefully we still have the other room. She's in Hamilton and I'm in Toronto right now. Yeah, exactly. I think it's so cool how like we're able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just wanting to like we're we're so happy about how our last couple podcasts have been going. Um I feel like we have such an awesome group of women following us on Instagram like how yeah. do you feel um I think it's really great too I think that the mo- like last week when we had put up about oh what are your what are your secret like skincare hacks and everybody was like telling us stuff that they use or like we have done in high school like the toothpaste on a like a pimple <laughs> but I know. just trying to share the information or like or the whole air mattress thing like so many people are like oh my god i have two and i'm like oh my god i had no reason to be embarrassed because it's like a regular thing and i i commented to this one person and i was like you know i'm gonna think as air mattress is like a transition time and like that means change and change is good like that's what i'm gonna think of and we should all kind of <laughs> we're all just like in like a movement like right if you're now. in your air mattress period in life you're okay <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get pat but also air mattresses are like pretty comfortable yeah they can be pretty comfortable yeah you know what it has like technology okay technology has changed like everything's evolved but you know what the most what are the most like shocking and grateful things i am with like change and innovation is that like now air mattresses are like higher so you don't have to like bend down to get higher. <laughs> yeah. That development really has impacted my life. Well, you know what it impact my life is if they stop getting leaks in them. Oh yeah. That would be innovative. <laughs> That's like like when Apple came out with a new thing and they're like everyone's like, Oh, we want a cord that doesn't break and it's like Apple Pen. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Yeah. We never we wanted new innovation in terms of it not breaking yeah not getting higher so um things we wanted to touch on this podcast is we came up with the idea of um like when we were a student or just starting out on a new job or wherever like were we able to have a healthy diet while on a budget 
Um, so Quay, like, what did you, what did you eat? Like the worst things, the best creations or embarrassing things you've made? Okay. So I, I think I was pretty, I don't think I was very student in terms of it. it didn't have hot dogs and KD. Um, oh my, I was honestly, I'm like <laughs> keeping that in my mind. I'm like, that is what I'm going to say is hot dogs. And, but I still eat it. Like it's the best. It's so good. Okay, people might hate me for saying this, but like, I don't know why, but I hate KB and I hate not roasted hot dogs. Like, I don't want boiled hot dogs. I want something that's like roasted on a fire. True. Have you ever had spider weenies on a fire? Oh, yeah, those are the best. Those are amazing. That's that's what I miss actually. Before we continue, that's what I miss about living in the city, is um, the lack of having a fire. Like. Or like yeah. Like, I can't not have a fire of... in my backyard. Mm-hmm. I can't and even have chickens. Of... <laughs> Why do you want to get chickens? Well, remember our friend? I won't say her name. Well, maybe I can because I'm not saying her last name. Lisa, remember in Brampton, yeah. we had chickens. And then oh, when yeah. She like, do you guys want my chickens? Like, you guys can have the coop. And we were serious about it. We're like, oh, like, maybe. Like, that'd be cool to have, like, fresh eggs and whatnot. And then. Oh, yeah. Hamilton, like you can't have chickens in the city. <sighs> the restrictions, I tell ya. How come Brampton could have it and then Hamilton can't? I don't know. Maybe like the lot sizes are spread out more, or because Brampton's like more inland than Hamilton. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> We're not, we don't work for the municipality, so no. <laughs> Okay, back to balancing on a uh, ba- balancing a healthy diet on a budget. So when I was a student, um, I went to Algoma University, and I took their business. But I stayed at my mom's house, my parents' house, for my first year. But my last, my other four years, I stayed in dorms or on my own. And a lot of the things that I made were like carb heavy. Like I don't think I knew. No, I didn't know anything about like. Uh, macronutrients or anything back then and I'm so jealous of like athletes now who know yeah but back then I'm like okay I'm gonna have like potato salad and like a burger those are fine but like my like all the mayonnaise and stuff and the cheese because you had big cheese chunks and um that's what I eat a lot of and then what else did I have oh pasta we made pasta a lot yeah but I knew I knew enough then to have turkey in my sauce instead of beef because mm-hmm. I knew it was a better meat yeah but that's all I knew and then like pasta and potato salad a lot and then there was times me and my best friend Erica we would make pasta salad for the road so it's just like macaroni or no tuna salad that's what it was because you couldn't bring um, mayonnaise for a long time or <laughs> that would have been bad but we brought that on the road with us when we normally would have honorarium for our um, eating mm-hmm. for basketball and then we would just like save it to like last like save our honorarium to make it through and then just eat our pre-made food yeah so your like meals don't sound like too bad yeah I know like they don't sound bad when I think back of it like we made it work somehow like buying dollar vegetables dollar canned vegetables and stuff like that from like yeah, yeah. we made it work luckily 
Um, and then, but then when I moved, okay, so this is how I balanced the healthy lifestyle when I first moved to Toronto. So when I first moved here, I had to work at Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Oh my God. I didn't know you worked there. Yeah. What? <laughs> what kind of discount did you get? Just so I know. Let me tell you, I only worked there for eight months and you got like you got a free meal and I think you got a meal after to go home with and then I think it was, it was just food you got free food so I would walk to work so I'd get all my steps in and I'd get like um just normal movement in but um so I'd walk to work and then I'd get my free meal and then I'd work and then I'd walk home and I'd take my my food home and I would have like uh burger lettuce wrap and I would have like um the, their potatoes so I would have that stuff so I ate mostly like burgers and lettuce and potatoes again in Toronto and was just walking all the time and would only use money when I had to go downtown for school yeah that's a good thing would... about the city though is like the amount of walking we have to do yeah oh and then so I left that job to go work at a retirement home in Yorkville. And so I was living a little bit better, but even then we would be able to take a meal home. So I was like a student, but I'd be having like lamb or like some kind of fancy like meal every night because I was working at that retirement home. So I was still like managing to yeah. eat healthy or yeah. fairly well. Yeah. I know, like I didn't, I'm kind of in the same boat, like, so I I graduated high school and I went to Confederation College for a year in Thunder Bay, and I lived with my mom, so I didn't buy groceries, I just ate kind of whatever she bought, and yeah. of course it was hungry, I was, wait, yeah, I was hungry, so i just eat whatever, but when I moved to Toronto, I actually, I guess kind of lucked out, like, my roommate, she was very healthy, and she's mm-hmm. the one that, like, I shared... Um, the basement with so I think I was um, like influenced to eat healthy too Um, and for sure I yeah I didn't like eat too bad like I remember having like cravings and making like I think one time I had like an avocado sandwich and I smushed it up and then I put like Nutella in it and like bananas it was like this really weird creation I remember telling one of my roommates and they're like oh my god and I was like kind of hooked on it for a while and I was like this is the weirdest thing like avocado and chocolate actually it sounds pretty good that I want to try it I'm like I can make a smoothie out of that after this but yeah that's actually what I had a lot of was smoothies like I was an athlete at the time and like trying to eat healthy and I didn't know about um like natural sugars or carbs and sugar so I was just eating whatever but I'd had I had a lot of smoothies but yeah like quite it took me a long time like I wish when I was younger I knew about health because when I got pregnant with Nico I had gestational diabetes and I was kind of just eating whatever and have ice caps from Tim Hortons because it was a summer and then once I got it, they're like, you really have to watch what you're t- you're eating. And I was like, what? We're like, what do you mean? And then when I started tracking what I, what I was like eating and drinking and I had to like calculate the calories and the sugar content. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, yeah, sugar's everywhere. I drink. Like it was, it was honestly mind blowing to me. And I wish I knew it when I was younger. 
and like I hope everyone who's listening like they they kind of think about that because I mean with the di- with diabetes on the rise in our population it's so dangerous and I remember even being uneducated too after I was pregnant I don't you don't like it goes away but you're at a higher risk of developing type 2 and I was like whatever I was so done with tracking what I was eating I'm like who cares if I get diabetes and then I like (laughs) it's what I thought I was just it was so stressful for me to like go through and then I was like oh wait no like this is something I gotta try to prevent and like yeah like it's it's really it was really hard but yeah it's something I wish I knew when I was younger about how to eat healthy and like what what's in the food we normally eat like McDonald's or all the drinks from Starbucks like I think I remember Quay do you remember when we moved into the new office and the Starbucks like open downstairs oh yeah and and I was telling I would tell everybody that unicorn frappuccino you have has 600 calories yeah I, I kept telling everyone what it was and like was it I can't remember who said it they're like can we just shut up about the calories and let me enjoy it or like our manager when she started it was when I had gestational diabetes she always came in the office with a chai tea latte and I'm like oh yeah do you know how many calories are in there she's like no <laughs> and I told her and she now like doesn't get it because of what I told her uh-huh. so if and we're kind of ruining everyone's like Starbucks order um, <laughs> we're sorry but we're also not sorry <laughs> But we're, we're not sorry because we want people to also, like, start learning themselves. Like, remember when you started learning? And I, I remember this all the time. Um, you're like, I'm so good. I tracked everything. And I'm like, I go look at your list. And it's like you had a, a bagel for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then that's just straight carb that turns into straight sugar. And even, like, learning that and having to weed stuff out, like you said, of, like, your normal everyday um, routine and like learning more about what you eat and what you consume just like start learning now yeah exactly things out. exactly like I couldn't I mean so many older people are are getting this disease and it's like such a hard for me at what I was 22 it was such a hard like life adjust adjustment to change how it was eating and it was just yeah. like little things and but it was it yeah it was so hard but um yeah i i think but i mean back it on is like super hard cuz then when you think about it when you think about it every day and you're supposed to have like if you have 20% protein and 20% fat and like 30% carbs or like if you, if you shift if you shifted your percentages based on like any type of goal mm-hmm. and having to figure out what's what like that's hard that's so yeah hard. but once you get it it's like oh once you get it you're like wow I wish I knew this easier and I was treating my body better yeah exactly um but back on um hot dogs and um oh later so another thing <laughs> I don't know if it's like so I know like niche people would have like the hot dogs and craft dinner or they'd even put like ground beef in their craft dinner, which okay, I can have that though. That's better. It's better. Um, yeah. Have you ever had corned beef and hash? Oh my God. Yes. Isn't wait, it? But the, that's, wait, 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 wait. That's another, another thing. I, I only had the corned beef and hash. That's like you get across the river. That's like in a bag. That's like not a can. And then oh, one time... Um, I was like, oh, let's make corned beef and hash. 
and then I was trying to find a place in Toronto to get it in a bag like you would in the States and my friend was like what you get it in a can like why do you go search for like a meat shop in a bag and I was like what what do you mean that's again we're like we I didn't know that there was like different types of options like that like I, I ate pretty good oh my god well, most of my life but i love for me both of them shout out to my dad um i was <laughs> at his i was staying out at his house when i was a kid and like my dad's a really good cook and like he makes the best breakfast and like the best dinners and um and he he's like i'm like dad what like what are we having for dinner and he's like oh we're having corned beef and hash and i was like oh like what is and he was really talking it up and i was like yeah. oh like my dad would like make steaks he likes lobster dinners and i'm like oh <laughs> corned beef and hash i'm so excited and then it gets plopped on my plate i'm like what is this <laughs> but it's so, it's so good. good and then i always joke shout out to my sister she'll get excited when i say her name um <laughs> she like she makes it for breath or she fries it up like as breakfast breakfast. and then on her birthday i was like um i'm making corned beef and hash for like for your birth or like we're obviously miles apart she's in thunder bay i'm in hamilton and i'm (laughs) and she's like why do you always associate myself to corned beef and hash (laughs) because she's the corned beef queen (laughs) i know (laughs) but actually another like peasants (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so good though I I think I was trying to make it so her birthday's in September and I was trying to make it but then I broke the thing off on the can because you I'm have sorry. to pull it up and then pull the metal back and I broke it and I was like sweating trying to like use a knife and then it just didn't work so I couldn't make it um, another thing uh, so I remember bringing it up to a couple people down here and I don't know if you've had it you must have. You must have had, um, like, moose meat and porridge, right, for breakfast? Um, I've had moose meat and rice. But, like, the thick <laughs> porridge where it's, like, thick and you put, you fry up the moose meat and then you put it on the, por- on the porridge and, like, lots of salt and pepper. That sounds delicious, but I think that's, oh. like, a... It's, that's like a northwestern thing maybe well I, I know I was like oh Koi's up north I wonder if like <laughs> down here I remember telling someone that I'm like oh moose mint and porridge is so good and they're like oh what and I'm like you guys never had that it's so good yeah like the, the grainy carby texture of the porridge with the meat I, it sounds good yeah have you been <laughs> able to bring down like moose meat or like fish or anything the one thing that i always like miss from back home is like smoked fish so i brought smoked fish back back a couple times but that was when i was driving normally so it's just like oh i just picked it up and put it in my back back of the car and like brought it back but yeah i haven't flown with it have you i've never i think my family was trying to get me to fly with something like moose meat or fish like those two main things but um I never did so just because I just worried about like it getting warm or something I think when it's dried it's like fine but I know that I kept mine in a cold bin though of fish when I brought my dried fish back so yeah but yeah that's something I like I'm trying to gear towards is like we always have had fresh fish 
And so yeah. like, even down here, I'm like, I I can't really eat like fish and chips because I'm like, where did this fish come from? Like my my uncle didn't catch it, and I knew like, like where he would catch it from. We were talking about this the other day, or like not the other day, like a week ago or something, where we're like, we don't eat fish and chips down here because when we come like down here, you're like, it's not even the, it's not the same texture, it's not the same taste. It's like there's so much batter on it. It's not like that type of pan fried mm-hmm. texture. You yeah, know, like from back home, not like down here where it's like slow, fluffy, fluffy. You're eating like all the batter and like a little bit of fish. It's not yeah. the same. Yeah, and I was like, where where did it come from? Was it like what? It wasn't caught from oh, around yeah. here. Like that's, and then it got me thinking. I should start thinking more about the meat I eat and just like where it's from, how it's been like handled, and I don't know. There's just so much to like think about. Um, there is. You know what I think about though? What? I think about and I do this at the store. Like if I'm buying. Um, like chicken or anything and I'm like oh okay this I don't know if this is true but this is how halal was taught to me by my older brother my older brother said that halal (laughs) meat is meat that they've prayed over and they've thanked the animal for yeah and then I'm like oh yeah I'm into that and (laughs) now now when I shop on my own and I like see the halal chicken I'm like yeah I'll get that instead of the other one I don't care if I have to pay 50 cents more someone prayed over it (laughs) well it's it's prayed over but it was also like killed humanely yeah yeah I'm into that yeah yeah I'm I know when I was like (laughs) when I found out what halal was I was like hey that's kind of what we do so (laughs) I'll have this chicken um like, I'm also into being a pescatarian, too. Like, you were saying about, you know where your fish is from, you know where it gets from. Yeah. I'm into that kind of thing. I know. I feel I feel it's such a, like, a rise right now of, um, like, pescatarian or vegan. Times, I, totally, yeah. I totally agree with all of them. Like, like, I know traditionally our people did eat meat and all that, and I... I totally, I, like, I'm not going to stop eating meat, but it's just I'm going to be more picky with where my meat is coming from. And more, like, mindful where yeah. you know, a lot of people are, like, vegan and stuff, but, like, then there's so many additional chemicals and ingredients they put in to make that something. Like, what what is wrong with just, like, eating the meat or, like, having the salad and not trying to mix it together and make it another thing? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to me, but being more mindful about the meat that you're getting like the halal chicken that I get I don't know where it really came from yeah I know <laughs> um so you're at home sick right now eh Quay? yeah if you couldn't tell I don't know maybe you could tell my voice maybe you can't like I have just been getting hit and hit with like sicknesses like came back from vacation or like the holidays had the flu um... and then now have like a cold or something does your like, throat hurt like is that the kind of cold you have right now no the cold i have right now it's like all face congestion oh and, like a cough like a yeah cough but, yeah that's kind of like what i have what um so so we've been hit yeah so, like a couple months ago so help me out grace <laughs> what 
what are your remedies that you would say because I've been drinking all the tea I've been having ginseng and ginger and then ginger and honey lemon Mm -hmm. Um, what other remedies can you tell me you know what my brother's girlfriend says the old Ojibwe trick is to slice an onion and put it over your ear and take a nap so over your ear yeah I have an onion that's sliced because I had um, taco on taco Tuesday I had tacos so I'm going to put that over my ear and try it. And I heard like, something about your feet too. Like putting it on oh. your socks. I heard that one too, but isn't that for something else? Or is that for a cold still? I don't know. I can only do one. <laughs> well, you can cut it up in multiple pieces. But does the potency have to be affected by like half or a quarter? Oh, I don't know. You know... We need to ask. This is a scientific Ojibwe thing. I need to find out. <laughs> I'm going to put the half over my ear, okay? And then okay. I can, I'll report back. You have to report back, yeah. Yeah. Tell me Tell me your remedies. Okay. Um, I don't really have any remedies. <laughs> Actually, tea really is really helpful. Like honey and ginger tea. Um, like I get like the real ginger. Well, I try to. Uh, and yeah. like lemon tea water whatever uh but really it's just like you you your body just needs to like it's telling you to slow down and just kind of like relax and hang out and get better yeah so that's what I really try to focus on is just hanging out like this past week Nico has been so sick and it's been so sad because he's been like almost like kind of depressed like just not happy and like he'd kind of do things just because he had to but just going out like he never wanted to leave the house he just wanted to stay home and play and it's been really sad but we're kind of like finally past it we've I've had to keep him home from preschool but it's just like it's just time and sleeping and letting your body like come back from it I think it's just like trust in your body that it can heal on its own. Like it, it does heal on its own. So you're just giving it time to. Yeah. What is my friend Nico been obsessed with lately? Um, he's obsessed with, and I'm sure a ton of people who are listening, if they have kids, Paw Patrol. Still, Quay came to his no. Paw Patrol birthday party, <laughs> and um, they we were all setting up before and. It was just like us adults, and I was trying to set the theme, and I was like, like this Paw Patrol like trap music. It was so funny, but yeah, still crazy about Paw Patrol. Um, he watches it all the time. Play. He has all the cars and the tower, and yeah. But he's yeah. just like an awesome kid. Like if we're like, let's go for a walk, he's like, yeah, let's go for a walk, and like, let's go see the trains. Woo, let's go see the trains. He's so like optimistic about everything. He's I like, know. Oh. And I know. Down, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, and that's been happening a lot. Um, but he's like the best. I think he gives us or gives me so much motivation and yeah. like a good outlook on life. Because I'm like, wow, like he's like just so easygoing and just loves everything to do everything. And I'm like, yeah, let's love this. Like even if it's just like we're like we make a big 
plan of watching a movie every couple days and like we'll turn the lights off she's like mommy mommy we'll turn the lights off (laughs) yeah that's what we're gonna do and then we get popcorn and he's like gets so excited about that yeah he does remember when you guys all slept over at my house before christmas yeah oh i know he was so yeah he loved he was so cute aww um so I think okay. this is like wraps up our, or unless you have something. I was gonna say that that's that's really the only cold remedies we know, eh? Like rest, onions to your ear or your feet, tea and fluids. Exactly, okay. and I think by the time this goes live, we'll have found more remedies. <laughs> and you know what <laughs> will be good is to ask everyone what their remedies are. Oh yeah, comment below um, when we post this what remedies you have for colds and flus and we'll just keep sharing that info and be helping each other yeah and of course at the end of every (laughs) podcast we really want to promote um the hope for wellness helpline which offers immediate help to all indigenous people across canada it's available 24 hours a day seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention you can call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online on the online chat at hopeforwellness.ca. Um, we'll also like repost it on our Instagram, maybe on every post um, or every yeah. podcast post. But Good job for everyone this past. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.